Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to episode 6 of Easy Listening with Brian Eads. I know it's been a little while since we last talked, but I hope all of y'all are doing well. And thank you again for the support through the first five episodes. If you've liked the first five episodes, I encourage you to share with family, friends, and anybody who you think would like this podcast. If you're new to the podcast, I encourage you to check out Spotify for the episodes one through five. For the topics that I'll talk about today, I will recap the last four NASCAR races. If you've liked the first five episodes, I encourage you to share with family, friends, and anybody who you think would like this podcast. If you're new to the podcast, I encourage you to check out Spotify for the episodes one through five. For the topics that I'll talk about today, I will recap the last four NASCAR races. I will also dig into my fantasy football history as it pertains to how I've done in the past and also some of my rosters that I've done through fantasy football drafts this year. The first race I'll talk about is the one they usually run on Memorial Day, which is the Coke 600. Alex Bowman won Stage 1 and Stage 2, but a late race caution jumbled up the running order and out and actually, Brad Keselowski was the race winner. They were slated to run the second of two Charlotte races on Wednesday night, but weather delayed that to Thursday. And Alex Bowman again was pretty much one of the more dominant cars that night. But Chase Elliott would actually pick up the win in Stage 3 to pick up the overall race win. From there, they would go to the little half-mile known as Bristol Motor Speedway in Bristol, Tennessee. Chase Elliott would continue his 
hot streak and win stage one, as well as stage two. But with about three laps to go, he and Ford driver Joey Logano would tangle and Brad Keselowski would actually pick up the win. From Bristol, they would actually go to another quad oval in Hampton, Georgia, where we would find Atlanta Motor Speedway. This race was actually supposed to be run in March when all the um, coronavirus actually hit and forced the postponement of this race. Martin Truex Jr. would win Stage 1 and Stage 2, but the dominant car of the day would actually be Kevin Harvick, who picked up the win in Stage 3 for the overall race win. And finally, from there, they would go to one of to my favorite racetrack on the NASCAR circuit, the .526 mile paperclip shaped Martinsville Speedway. At Martinsville, Joey Logano would win stage one, seven time champion Jimmy Johnson would win stage two, but when it was all said and done, the ageless Martin Truex Jr. would win stage three for the overall win. Now that you're all caught up on how everything happened in the world of NASCAR up to this point, I'll actually be now discussing fantasy football, which I know is a very popular hobby in America and across the world. I initially said I was going to talk about my fantasy football rosters, but I will actually save that for another episode. As for how my history has been over the last since 2013, that was actually my rookie year as a fantasy football owner. I would actually end up with a record of 27 wins and 30 losses. However, I would actually win one of the league championships that year. So not too bad for the first year, I guess. In 2014, I would come back and play a second year. I would actually have two leagues where I would finish in a 16-week schedule, 8-8 eight and eight in two different leagues. In the other two leagues that I played that year, I would have a combined record of 24 wins and 5 losses, which for overall would actually give me a record of 40 wins, 21 losses. I would actually win one championship at a record of 13-1. and one. I would finish runner-up in another one, posting a record of 11 wins, four losses. If there was a season that couldn't have gone any better for me, at least for the end result, it would actually be 2015 because I would post a one league record of 15 wins, one loss on the way to a championship. I would start a different league for ESPN posting a record of 10 and 5. My NFL.com season that year couldn't have been any more descriptive as a tale of two halves per se. I would start that year in that league 0 and 4. However, like I've said in other leagues, it's a 16-week schedule. I would wind up winning the next 12 games in a row en route to another championship. 
2016 will be a trying year for me as not only would I deal with some mental health issues, but also I would actually um, not win a championship for the first time in fantasy football. But I would, however, post a overall record of 38-25. and 25. 2017, however, I would return to the championship form I've been used to, at least with fantasy football, posting an overall record of 26-21. and 21. And like I said, I would win one championship posting a 13-3 and three record. 2018 would present a different challenge for me, as this would actually be the first season in my own apartment. And I would post three different leagues with at least ten wins or more each. Two of those leagues, I would actually go on to win the title with a win- with a record of ten and six in one league and eleven and four in the other. I would actually win a consolation bracket championship at ten and six, despite the fact that actually had I been in a champion the actual championship bracket, I actually would have won that as well. 2019 would be the second season on my own, as I would post three different records of 9 and 7 each. However, one of those, I actually made it to the championship finals while coming up short to the guy that actually pretty much dominated the whole league and won the whole championship for that league. The fourth league that I was in in 2019, I would actually post a record of 11-4, and four, going back-to-back back in the ESPN championship format. That's all I have for episode six. I hope you guys enjoy it. Stay safe through this virus. Take care of each other. And I will talk to you all next week. Take care.